Yes, yes, yo. Another episode of Popcorn, episode 31. Before we're going to get into it, shout out to Corridy. He wants me to talk about the time I recorded with Lagbaja. The name of the song, Scream. And sadly, I haven't heard that song in donkey years. That song was recorded in 2005, I believe. And um, that makes it probably like 16 years ago. That's a long time ago. That's a long time ago. So, um, I'm going to tell you how I recorded that song, what happened, and um, how Lagwaja got angry with me at the end. But we passed it up. But first, before I do that, I'm going to talk about new albums I'll be dropping every week. Every week, I'm dropping a new album on Bandcamp. Go to my IG uh, page, go to the link in the bio. You see a link tree. Uh, link there's a link tree link just click on it and you'll see paypal youtube and bandcamp so just click on bandcamp if you want to hear the new music Re- uh, register on bandcamp and uh, just follow me anytime i drop any album or anything you just get an email i'm building my database and uh, those that are in my database will get everything up front everything up front. they can pre-order I'm about to drop some merch. I'm about, I'm about to do something really special. And there's this album I've been recording since last year. I'm about to put that out very soon, very soon. That's coming out. But before then, every week, I'm going to drop albums, old albums and unreleased albums. I want everything is on my Bandcamp. Fans have been asking me, yo, where can I get this album? Where can I get that album? And I was like, okay. Talk, I talked to my boy Ray and Ray was like, look, you got to put everything on Bandcamp. That's the way forward. So I put everything on Bandcamp, but I did not release everything. Some of them are on private. If you hit me up and tell me, look, can I get this? I can't wait. I need to get this album. I'm willing, willing to pay for it. I can send it to you. You pay for it. I'll open it. I'll send you a private link and then that's it. So, um, yeah, doing pretty good with the Bandcamp. It's very easy to assess. Just go to www.bandcamp.com forward slash mode nine register and follow me it's not rocket science it's really easy and uh, even if you don't have money to buy albums you can listen to all my albums man it's just like spotify just listen and have fun i don't use i use spotify but it's not really important to me because everybody can tell you the money that you get back from spotify is eh. but bandcamp it goes straight to the artist and i'm building my database and i'm building i, I have uh, all your email addresses if i want to send a message to all my real fans easier to do on Bandcamp. I can put out merch. I can put out special albums. I can give out tracks, specific tracks. I can do everything on Bandcamp and that's why I'm going to use Bandcamp from now on. Everything is there. Trust me, about 25 projects. Now that we've gotten that out the way, let's talk about how I did that track with Lagbaja. I just finished uh, working with Rhythm 94.7 Abuja. I moved from Abuja to Lagos. That was in 2005, January. Basically just in my brother's place, you know, with my old computer, my eight gig hard drive space computer back then. You know, messing around with Fruity Loops and then hanging out with Thoroughbreds. I, uh, you know, was bouncing from show to show every now and then. And then um, I ran into uh, a guy called Yinka. I think it was Lagbaja's manager at one point in time. And he told me Lagbaja would like to do a song with you. And I was like, nah, I don't believe you, man. Because in 2005, he was that man. Like before then too, like I went to, I've been to Motherland like 
couple of times and man the shows the shows i went to watch there they were crazy man it was like full of people celebrities and everybody paid there was no way for you to sneak in without paying only that the day i went there i went there with hazardous so i didn't pay it was a plus one thing so i just went there watched the show i was impressed and uh his own music was just a little bit different that people some people call it afro beat but it had this afro vibe it was uh, very very original i liked it i liked it he had those songs he had those hits and he had some very 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 hard-working backup dancers and uh, singers he had some singers that could really really hit that note so when they told me that lagbaja would like to do a song with me i was like eh, i'm not sure i was like i'm not sure if he's him but then uh, I was given an address at that time. I think I got a call from him and I recognized the voice. And he said, come through, gave me the address. And I went to the place. I'm not going to mention the place. He might still be living there. So I'm not going to mention the place, but it was on the mainland. So I went there, entered, sat down. He asked me if I wanted something to drink. It was, the way he was looking, I knew that it's going to be a long day. His vocal booth was as big as two palos. <laughs> he had instruments, drums, trumpets, everything inside the vocal booth. It was crazy intimidating. And then um, the studio itself was really big. It was a really large room, large room. So he now asked me, he was, uh, he was like, yo, we're gonna do a song. He told me the, the name of the song, the title of the song is Scream. So yeah, it just has something to do with, you know, letting out that frustration. He just explained it. So I just said, Give me 20 minutes, a pad, and a pen. So I started writing, scribbling, writing, scribbling. Unfortunately, I can't even remember one word from that song because I haven't heard it in donkey years. Probably I haven't heard it in like probably almost 10 years or so, more than 10 years. So I started writing, scribbling. He said I should rhyme it to him. I was rhyming it to him. He said, okay, here, yeah, can you, this is like, he's a perfectionist. Can you just raise the tempo of your voice when you get to here and do, okay i wrote it and i was doing it practicing them said okay let's go and record now normal people when you go to record in their studios studios just the the casuals you just record get it once one take yeah one take tick and you're out of there with lag badger no way no one taking it man so i did it first take i didn't do it well i told him i didn't like it that you should stop it he was the one recording me and he was he appeared without his mask what gave him away was his eyes when I first knocked on his door. Like his eyes, the eyes that they were like Baja eyes. But yeah, he was the one. He was a studio engineer, and uh, there was nobody else in the studio. It was just me and him recording. I recorded the first one. I didn't like it. I told him no, no, no. Then he was telling me, "Listen, if you record and you don't like it, just continue. Don't stop. We'll keep it. There are parts." that I might use. And I was like, okay. I never really did that. Our, the way our school of thought was, when you're recording, right, like in Intruder Studio back in Ajegunle, it was a two-tracker, you have to record everything from the beginning to the end. Intruder Zone was like old school kind of because you have to record the verse and the chorus and the second, you have to verse, voice everything. One track has the beat. So that was where I used to record in Ajegunle back then. With rough rugged and raw that's where rough rugged and raw recorded the first uh version of casa lago boss casa chelle casa lago boss shout out to intruder 
shout out to Harbody Studios. But I was in Lagbaja's studio, which was more tech. And uh, what he did was, he was like, do it the first time. I did it. Do it the second time. Are you satisfied with it? Yeah, this one is good. Do it again. This one is good. I did the first 16 times. He made me do it 16 times. One of those are like, on the eighth time, he was like, uh, uh, I hope I'm not really putting stress on you. This is not like normal recording. I was like, no, 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 no. I'm used to this. I'm a perfectionist. If, it, if I can record it more than eight times, we could definitely get the best one but i was thinking that we'll choose the best one but he had something different on his mind it was like what he does is he gets his engineer to cut the best parts he cuts this part from this this part from that this that we have to listen to all 16 and choose the best parts where i pronounce certain words better i was like whoa is that how you guys record over here and it was like yeah that's how we do it that's how we do it so I'm like, okay, cool. So I recorded 16 times, then I had to do the backups. Now I did, I don't know how many times I did the backup, but I remember recording the verse about 16 times. The backups, I did some backups, and then because back then I was known for my backups. So I did my backups and it was like, oh, interesting. So yeah, we finished the song and then he thanked me. Then he gave me an envelope. I wasn't, do you know what, all this while, when we were uh, talking, we didn't really mention money. I think he gave me 30,000 Naira. Shout out to Lagwaja. Because he knows it's not easy being an artist, you know. I took, I took a bus to his, to his, uh, to his house. Because then I was just coming back from Abuja. The money was low. I was still grinding. I was grinding. I was still trying to get them shows. But of course, because of SWAT Rule and a couple of songs that I put out, my name was going around, people were feeling me. I had a couple of videos out there. Shout out to Joke and DJT. There's this thing that Joke did for us. Um, she came to Abuja and she just filmed Abuja Boys rapping. And that thing went a long way. When I got to Lagos, people were like, ah, oh, you Abuja Boys, ah. Oh. They were mentioning some of my punchlines and I was like, oh, cool. So all that just helped kind of build me up. And it, it makes me feel like, when you're not actually there, you might feel, oh, I've been away for too long, people are not gonna remember and everything. But the moment you just get out there, people are like, hey, 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 you, you. People don't really forget, it's just like me. How would a person like me, Mode 9, I'm a Feral Munch fan. How would I forget that Feral Munch exists? I've been to two of his shows here in England. One in 2010 and the other one in 2019. Yeah, I went to watch Feral Munch with my boy Ray in 2019 a big fan so i will always know that that person exists and anytime i see him i'll go i'll go watch his show if he has a show in london i always go so I, I guess sometimes for me i feel like people have forgotten about mode nine but they haven't they still love they're still loving the songs like shout out to D dj jimmy jack the song style really did it, it did big things man did big things for us for me, for Jimmy, for Ella Joe, for Two-Faced, because that's the joint, never gets old. So yeah, after I finished the joint with Black Baja, he gave me 30 grand, I went home and I was like, wow. That was crazy, that was a lot, a lot of money at that time. So, uh, what happened was, got home, told my brother I did a song with Black Baja, and he didn't believe me. He was like, you're lying. I was like, for real, I did. I actually did it. 
a song with him. So after that, some things started happening. Good things though. I started doing some shows, showcasing myself, flying back to Abuja to get, you know, booked. And um, Labaja had a showcase at Buzon Center and I was in Abuja. So he called my phone and it was like, hey, that song that we did is out, blah, blah, blah. Pretty good, man. He was like, yeah, he said people love it. So I got the I got the CD. But the funny thing is that on the on the credits, right? He didn't put featuring mode nine, but the credit was inside. You know, inside the sleeve where they put the like almost like the session people that played on it, you just put yeah, featuring mode nine there. So on the sleeve itself, you won't see featuring mode nine. I won't lie to you, I was a little bit upset. I was a little bit upset. But hey, it's all good. So yeah, he called me, you know, they had a show. A lot of friends were calling me like, man, why didn't he put your name there? Blah, 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 blah. So I just felt, okay, that was why he gave me the 30 grand, you know, just to, so, but I didn't feel bad about it. I was like, man, it is what it is, man, it is. But I was in Abuja when he was, uh, you know, doing a show that day. And I was like, dude, I won't be able to make it because I'm still in ABJ. Then he called me, I think he called me the next day. I think I was uh, preparing to leave Abuja. And then he called me while I was at the airport and you know, he wasn't too happy. And I was like, man, it is what it is, man. I couldn't make it. I was not around. If I was around, I would have turned up. Definitely, I would have loved to jam with you. But that's water under the bridge now. And that's how I ended up doing a song with Lagbadia. Peace. <laughs>